Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're doing our rankings episode. We're going to be answering some of your questions on start and sit and help build our rankings as we go here. Don't really have my, I've got my uh, initial ranks kind of going as we speak, but I like to switch them up as we talk it out a little bit and start to realize maybe I'm off on somebody. And there's a couple of players that we probably have to talk about and figure is this the point in the season where we have to just like get rid of what we thought before <laughs> and start fresh? But we'll go over all that in just a minute before we do that. Make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram. You can follow us there at Fantasy Football Profit. That's where we typically post our weekly mailbag posts to get all your questions in on there. You can also go check out the website, fantasyfootballprofit.com, where all of our rankings will be there. You can see all of our one through, I don't know, 100 at each position kind of, and they'll update throughout the week. So make sure you check us out there as well. So rankings time. Before we even get to the questions, I really think we need to talk about a couple of players. And do we just got to stop thinking we know we, this is what they were? And I think, man, we talked about a little bit on the last show. It's like Odell Beckham. Do we just – how – do we keep ranking him in the top 10? Like is that – should we? It's, it almost feels like at this point you just kind of slot him in there because of the name. I, I don't know if we should anymore. I don't think we, I don't think we should, especially this week playing against Seattle. Where do you think you're even? Where where would you put Odell? This is rough. It's tough for me to figure out. Yeah, <clears throat> he's an interesting one, right? Because you you saw. I mean, week two it was against the Jets too, but how quickly he can turn a very bad week into a good one. The last two weeks he has been he's been bad. I mean, let's just say it. They've and the, last week they really tried to get him going. They they gave yep. him a lot of opportunities. They try to have him run. They try to have him pass. You know, unfortunately, he fumbled, which cost him two points. But they were also at Baltimore and at San Francisco. And maybe I would let that slide a little more if, you know, the game before he was at 5.6. You know, Tennessee week one, he was 7.1, which is fine. But for him, um, and it's not getting any easier. You have Seattle, you have a bye, and then you have New England, who has been unbelievable. So, yeah, he would be outside my top 10, but he doesn't fall all that much beyond that because of his upside for me. I just know that I could talk a big game, but I know that he wouldn't go below that. Like if I have him on my team, it'd be very difficult for me not to start him. And so for for saying that, I wish I had the, you know, kind of the cojones to to drop him below, say, 13, 14. But I don't think I do. I, okay. Should we be playing him over DJ Chark at this point? I, I can't believe I'm this coming out of my mouth, but it's, DJ Chark should be in your lineup no matter what. It's DJ Chark is legitimately good, and Odell Beckham has been very disappointing. You, I almost feel more confident that DJ Chark is going to get me points. I, I'm almost like I put him in the lineup; he's going to get me some points. I'm pretty confident in that. And Odell, look at—I mean, he got what three in standard the other day, or Monday night? Three, three points. And that's with them trying to get him involved. And it just doesn't, it's not even him. It's, it's that offense in general. I don't, I don't understand what it is. Baker's part of it, obviously, but I think part of it too, is he doesn't seem to have any time. 
So if he doesn't have time, he can't even find the guys deep. He can't find Odell. That's why they had to try to manufacture touches for Odell because you can't get him the ball. That's the problem. You shouldn't have to do that to get Odell involved. You should be able to just throw him the ball. I'm worried about it. I, I truly am. And so somebody like DJ Chark this week, he's going against the Saints. Saints have not been good against receivers, really. They're in the bottom portion of the league for um, fantasy points against like receivers. They're about top eight worst or something like that. And Seattle for like for against Odell, Seattle's top 10 best. So it's a crazy thought, but it's, it's weird to think. I legitimately threw out a trade offer. You were he said this Odell Beckham for DJ Chark just to see what that what the DJ Chark owner would think. And he's like, I don't know if I would do it. That's crazy. It is crazy to think. And we do have to I do have to put this out there because after we really looked into him a little more, uh, the the most intriguing part about him, because right now, if you sold him, you're thinking, I think you would still get a good amount for him because of the name, what is, you know, what's possible. But if someone does, if you're buying and someone does sell a little bit lower than what Beckham usually goes for, yes, I think he is going to continue to struggle for the next, honestly, the next five weeks are not kind to him. Seattle by New England, Denver, Buffalo, right? All defenses that can really, really do something and he's already struggling. But then the upswing. And then from week 11 on, Good. Yeah, it's all good there. It's all good. I mean, he has Pittsburgh twice. He has Miami, Cincinnati, Arizona. Uh, you know, if you play in week 16, he has Baltimore, which is a bummer. But is this a guy that you're looking to get at a low point because you can start gearing up for the playoffs? Or do you think that even a good matchup right now, you're still not feeling confident that he's going to produce? I don't feel confident he's going to produce. But I'm also of – I would actually try to get him if you get him for nothing. The problem is like with the DJ Chark thing. I actually really like DJ Chark, and I think he's something. I would – if you could go get Odell, if the Odell owner is just – doesn't want him, I would I would try to get him. Yeah. Okay. I do have to say this, though. When you say get him for nothing. Nothing. Because you're not – I mean – It depends on what they're trying to get. I mean, it really – I guess you have to feel that out. Because it's not going to be nothing. Not nothing, but – um. Man, what would that even – I'm trying to think what that would entail. I'm trying not to go too low. I just don't know. If you find the panicky Odell Beckham owner, who is – what are they right. going to be well, looking for? Well, I mean, it's quite possible. Um, if he was a high pick, you maybe could do two mid-range players for him or something That's where of you that could nature. probably try to get something like that. I mean, would you get go after the people well, that are um, – maybe you have guys like Matt Breida who really look great. All of a sudden, trade him and get – you know, you never know. I don't – every league's different. Is, is there and, anyone that has been – um overachieving that you would be willing to get rid of. Like, I mean, honestly, like a Sammy Watkins, he's still ranked like 13th, yeah. but I think that, you know, that's kind of garbage ranking because he had one big week, week one. I mean, would you obviously like him and someone else you would throw out there for Beckham? Oh, for sure. Okay. But um, I mean, if so you could even, maybe, if, if somebody wanted like a Tyler Boyd who's been good for a couple weeks or I don't even know who else that would be, but. There's not a lot because it's uh, well. Wide receivers have been all over the place. That's the crazy part. So maybe you can play the positional rank game right now mm-hmm. and try to get that. And it's it's tough though. You just got to feel it out with the different owners. But yeah, Beckham. I'm looking at my ranks now for this week. Oh, I'm too much of a coward to do the Chark <laughs> over Beckham thing. So I have Beckham at 12. I put Chark at 13. So yeah, I mean you should. Honestly. I like DJ Chark that much. Yeah. So. I say another player before we even get into questions, just that I'm, I'm actually I really like and think could have a good week. Michael Gallup. So 
looking at Michael Gallup's numbers again, if in the three games he's played, he's been great. He might have better than DJ Chark numbers if he wouldn't have been hurt. If he had put those, I mean, last week's interesting because of they did a lot of it in trying to catch up. You know, they're in catch up mode and they got a lot of stuff. But if you look at DJ or DJ Chark, look at Michael Gallup's numbers. It's pretty solid in the three, well, the three games he's played. It's 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 good. If you put two more games in there that he was out for, he would be one. He'd be way up there. And so Michael Gallup um, right now is going to be he's going to be a top 30 for me this week, probably. And they're going to the Jets. That's a he might be like even higher than that. I might. Move he him, should. He should definitely be. He might be that. probably like top 25 for me. Probably yeah. most most likely looking at here. I, I he's been good. He really he's truly been good, too. I'm thinking this is the point where we got to start realizing this stuff and just recognizing it. And he's good. And yeah. some of these other guys, we just got to kind of lower. Michael, and, honestly, Michael Gallup is is one guy. Um, that I would go after if you don't have him. Try The problem is owners are going to kind of – they realize, right, what mm-hmm. he's been up to. But because he was hurt for two games, his numbers and everything like that look a little bit lower than what they actually are. And he has been phenomenal when he has played. And I don't think that, you know, injured for two weeks, I don't think that's anything that should linger. Um, you know, you have two games here. The Jets, that's a rough one. But then Philly, because Jets are going to be obviously a good matchup. But Philly's not a great one. Then you have a bye. So maybe I would say this would be the time to go after someone like Gallup, who I think could easily slot in and be an every week starter. Because I do think that this will continue. I mean, you look at the receptions that he's had in the three games once again. And he, they get the, the only negative, the only downside I will say is he hasn't done it against good teams yet. Um. New York Giants, Washington, and Green Bay, you know, obviously they're better, but they were doing the whole catch-up thing. So that, that would be my only worry about him. But I, I truly think that Gallup has taken that huge step in his second year, and he, I think he's the real deal. How, how far up should you put Will Fuller? Um, he, he's one that you <laughs> – that's a very good question. I think that you just ride him out, right? So don't overreact. Yeah. Um, uh, see, I I have him in one of my leagues, and I kept playing him because I know that you're going to get that one week that will win it for you, but you're going to have to take the three-point weeks, you know, the four before that. I'm okay with that, and I know that, so I'm going to keep playing him. But if I'm going to rank him, he would probably be in the mid-20s. And then um, I would say running back. I think you just put Christian McCaffrey number one and you don't even think about it anymore. I don't even care the matchup at this point. He had what one bad week. Other than that, it's been just lights out. And you put him number one. I put it. You put him number one. He has a good. He playing against Tampa. I like that matchup. Even though Zeke's going against the Jets, I'm going to play Christian McCaffrey as my number one every week. He's that good. Um, it just don't even hesitate. As saying you know, running back, I'm trying to think if there's any players that we just really need to adjust our thinking on. Well, and has, who who is? There? Oh, I, I well, first of all, everyone's going to wonder what. How are you ranking Eckler and and Gordon? Uh, just, I mean, that is a it, it's a grenade. So Eckler's right? getting all those catches yet in this first week back. I'm going to put Gordon ahead. It's eighteen and twenty. Gordon's eighteen right now, and Eckler's twenty. He's not going away. He's going to catch the ball, and Gordon hasn't. I mean, Gordon's not doing himself any favors trying to get a contract. I don't think that sitting out thing worked out for him well. He needs to get back into it, and hopefully. For his sake, he can. I I think he has it in him, but so he's eighteen. He's slightly ahead of Eckler. I think it's just the rust. Get that off of him. He'll be good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep him ahead of Eckler. I just I'm gonna keep ranking him that way. He has to be. 
And then what about like the San Francisco running backs? <laughs> Another one. Even yeah, even more confusing on that one. I this is hard for me because it's they both looked good. Um honestly, I was very impressed with Tevin Coleman. I really, I really was, but obviously Matt Breed is just that dude is fast. He just like <laughs> just I don't there's not many people faster than him in the NFL right now, running back. There just there isn't. And Tevin Coleman's not that, but Tevin Coleman's a good big athlete who can get things done too. And San Francisco's just rolling. I think you they're both flex options. They would be better than that if they had a clear role, but I don't think I'll ever be able to like rank them too far apart either. I will go Brita slightly ahead of Coleman though this week. Um, don't know exactly where I'm trying to slot it in yet. Probably in the, it'll be in the uh, early to mid twenties even I think for them right now. But they're um, they're an interesting little duo there. I think they're both going to probably split carries. And then one thing, one other one I'll admit is I think Philip Lindsay is kind of definitely better than Royce Freeman. Oh yeah! Oh, it feels so good. The carries are still similar. They are, they but are. I think Philip Lindsay just—he just—he's got that. He looks better. Special. He looks yeah. just better. Okay, so let's get some couple questions here that people have had for us on who they should start. So the first one actually came in is Christian Kirk or Mohamed Sanu. So Kirk didn't play last week, so we got that, and. This isn't like the most exciting pick for me, but if, if Kirk, okay, I think if Kirk's healthy, do you play Kirk? If you know Kirk's healthy? I do, yeah. Me too. And it's, it, this is probably it's this weird thing we've always had against Muhammad Sanu. Even though he does decent, I'm just not, I don't know, it's Muhammad Sanu, right? I mean. Yeah, hard to get very excited about it. So I'd, I'd go Kirk, I think, and if, if he's healthy. He seemed, he's been, he's been playing pretty well. I mean, this isn't like the craziest um pick in the world but i'll go that another one here josh allen or daniel jones hmm so does josh allen play this week is he on by there we go he's on by i thought i'm ready to read these questions here come on people pay attention (laughs) so i guess you go daniel jones but okay but 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 i would talk about that one just daniel jones in general i think you have other options yeah, I'm not playing Daniel Jones at New England. No, are you out of your? I mean, you'd have to be out of your mind. I mean, I, the, the last two games, let's just put it out there. And standard scoring against Washington and Minnesota, yeah, fourteen point three, twelve point five. You know, that first outing was wonderful. Glad he got it, but he's still a very he's still a rookie. And you're about to go against what has been the best defense in the NFL at the moment. They're about to eat him alive. If they, if he doesn't, if they don't, I'd be. Very, very surprised, but he's going to be ranked very, very low for me this, yeah, this week. I'd go pick up. I mean, there should be somebody out there. Maybe Minshew's still out there. Go get him. Kyle Allen I'd play from Carolina. I'd play Teddy Bridgewater. You know, there's all kinds of these guys I'd play over Daniel Jones this week. You just don't do it. That's not going to be a good matchup at all for Daniel Jones. It's going to be that's going to be ugly, basically. So, all right, here's the one. Chargers defense or Cowboys defense. So we got the Chargers defense. They are going to be – Chargers will be playing against um, Pittsburgh with, what, Devlin Hodges? That's yeah. – uh, yeah. Or Cowboys playing against the Jets. But that's not the Jets of Luke Falk. It's Sam Darnold's back. I think – I okay. The I think I play – I think I play Chargers. I don't know that Hodges guy is going to do here. Yeah. I think they'll probably try to scheme a way for him to do well or not hurt them. But Sam Darnold coming back I think is a good thing. And I'm not – I don't think the Cowboys are anything special. Chargers aren't special either, but I just think I'd want to go against the the no-name rookie quarterback. And that's usually your odds are with you when you do that. Yeah. It doesn't always work out, 
but you have a good shot. So I'm gonna, I'd probably go Chargers. They're close. I mean, Cowboys aren't a bad option, but it's just um, I, I'd go Chargers as well. And they've done they've done relatively okay this year. You know, yep. so I, I think that either way they would get you points. I think both of them are relatively good matchups just because of who they're playing. I wouldn't really have a problem streaming either one of them for the most part, yep. but I would do Chargers above them. All right. Dylan asked, should I start Mike Evans again this week? Or if I bench him, my other options would be Demarcus Robinson, which would be a no for me, or Will Fuller. Okay. I, I still can't do it, right? No, I can't I mean, do it. I'm not doing it. It's almost the same thing with Will Fuller. You know how you have to play him in order to get the the entire year? Like, if he's going to be ranked in the top 10, you have to play him the entire year to get all those points. That's Mike Evans as well. I know he's struggling from time to time, but, you know, Will Fuller, <laughs> he did have that. It was a, a giant week. But, you know, just two weeks ago, uh, Mike Evans had the same one. Yep. And the week before that, he did fine. It was just week five. He just... That was bizarre. I don't yep. expect that to happen again. Mike Evans is still the play. If okay, if Tyreek Hill plays, do I start him or wait one more week? If Tyreek Hill plays, you start him. Yeah. That the way the way they've made anybody in that offense work, they'll make Tyreek Hill work again as soon as he plays. Yeah. And this that is saying that he is fully like he's not he's gonna get normal snaps. Yep. Gino asked us, is Aaron Rodgers still a must start every week? He's no. Uh, no, it depends on who you have. I can't. I can't believe I'm saying that he might be the most disappointing player this year so far for me. He's not Aaron Rodgers, really. He's just a guy. He's another. He's another guy here this week or this year. And um, I mean, there's there's options you could have had that you'd play over him. It's it's possible. There's, he's no sure thing every week. I mean, I mean, Dak against the Jets is a good matchup. Dak has struggled two at times, but Roger. Yeah, I mean, I think Detroit has pretty good defense. Detroit's found ways to um, take out quarterbacks. They find ways to do that. Patricia's pretty good at that. And I'm not thinking it's a great matchup. So there's definitely times you'd bench Aaron Rodgers. Crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, I never thought that. I would say after five weeks, and he didn't get hurt, he would be ranked the 19th best quarterback in fantasy and standard. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, I think one of the big reasons why he is is because the emergence of Aaron Jones. I mean, they're doing really well because they're running the ball and they're running the ball well in the red zone. I mean, Aaron Rodgers should have had a wonderful game last week, right? They just they blew out Dallas in the first half, but it all went to Aaron Jones. Mm -hmm. He scored four rushing touchdowns. That is something that hasn't happened in Green Bay in a very long time. Here we go, Clark. Do you start Nicole Hardman or Stephon Diggs? Ooh. I'm going with Diggs. I know he's been struggling, but yeah. I'm still going with Diggs. This week I am. Usually I won, but, you know, Tyreek and all that happening. Um, yeah, I, I go Diggs even though it's closer than it should be. <laughs> Steve asked, do you start Austin Eckler or carry on Johnson this week? I'll go carry I, on. Are you going carry on, I'm really? Going, I'm going carry on, yeah. I'll go carry on. Ooh, that obviously that's closer for me than it is for you. Yeah, I'm going. I, I'm going to carry on there. Let me. I actually have to look this one up because carry on hasn't. Oh man, that's close. <laughs> but I guess I I actually do agree with you. I thought I was going to go the other way, but 
Yeah, I'll go carry on as well, but in a close one. All right. I think that's it, actually, for questions this week. So people know who to start now. I guess they have a pretty good idea. But I guess I'll just say the main point is I think you, this is where we have to try to this will really try to just forget what we thought in the preseason. It doesn't always fit anymore. And, I mean, I didn't know who Gardner Minshew was in the preseason. So we've learned a lot of stuff. And I don't know. I'm just saying big DJ Chark and Michael Gallup, I think they're for real. And Odell Beckham might not be. Know who else? Actually, I would like to get your point of view on this because it's someone that I've I very much like, but I do worry about the offense he's on. Cortland Sutton, right now he is ranked as the tenth best wide receiver. He has been very consistent, and last two weeks he has been in double digits. What are you thinking about that? I think it's gonna be a little up and down yet because I don't trust Flacco, but it's promising. He's um, I like him more than I like Emmanuel Sanders. Say that, and people like Sanders too, but I'd like Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's going to be ranked ahead of Sanders for the rest of the year for me. I think he'll have more good games than bad, and he's that he can get a couple big plays and keep you in it. He, he's worth a wide receiver three start or a flex start, I think. And that's I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I'd feel comfortable with him there. Um, yeah, he'll get he might not, he won't get you big week every time, but he'll be pretty solid for you. So yeah, I like I like Sutton too. These young receivers, I mean, I think that's a lot of it. Is you got to start realizing they're they're for real, and some of our other guys who we liked in the past maybe maybe aren't. Maybe they just I don't know. I hate Odell and Mike Evans. <laughs> Why do I have to have them both? No one will trade me for them anymore. It's ugly. All right, I think that'll do it. We'll be back <laughs> tomorrow with your mailbag questions. Talk to you guys then.